Nick, why don't you start us off with some creative writing classes that you've taken there? <clears throat> I'll, I'll, let me let me see. Um, I guess now I should tell you why I'm asking you to risk your life. I wish I could give you a better explanation than I've got, but here it is. Right before I left the racing circuit in Texas, I noticed a lot of stuff of shit happening. Auto villains were creeping up everywhere. Oh no! And the cops either couldn't or wouldn't do a damn thing about it. I like the auto villains. That's nice. It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. God, that was disturbing all the things we uh, tongues during that <laughs> private moment. Welcome to episode 19, and I got it right this time. Yes, only because this is our 14th beginning of this episode. <laughs> More like 19th, 100. Yeah. Yes, and like Indeed, this Welcome is Welcome to the week uh, of April 18th. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're going with. Yes, except we're going with it. Sunday. Last week we Just decided go with it was it. Monday. I'm going with it. It's gone. We didn't. No. No. Yeah, we didn't. So uh, this isn't a democracy. This no, is the United States. That's right. We elected representatives to decide what day we're, we're starting Republic, on. Damn it. So Andrew, please fill us in on what boring ass settlers game you've been playing this week. Actually, it's Lord tell. of Ultima. Thank you. Ah. it's free to play. It is completely available online. It is at lordofultima.com. Singular on both of those. Just one lord, just one ultima, and it's an of. I, I actually would have liked Lord of Ultimas. No, <laughs> it is like an Ultima multiverse that exists. It, it is, yes. So it could be Lord shards. of Ultimas. I thought there were all different Ultima universes and all the different games. Every game was its own universe, pretty much. With the same ruler? Uh, well, that's the idea. Remember Moradin or Moderin? No, I Mondarin. Don't. He had a shard that had all the Sosarias in it, and then he dropped it, and the shards broke. And that was also not only the all right, that's all right. This what? reminds me of why the problem I always have with Ultima Wallet. It's like Forerunner of RPGs. I just thought the universe was just. It was dumb. dumb. Well, it was yeah. made by Richard Garrett. <laughs> well, it also started with, if you recall, like Ultima 1, 2, and 3, it's like a normal guy that's a computer hacker gets sucked into a portal that resembles the monolith, except it's inverted. It's a white square that's 1 by 4 by 9. So you've been playing the Lords of Ultima version of it, then? I will murder you. Yes, I have. <laughs> Which is a, a web-based game. It is a web-based game, and interestingly, it's not Flash. It all loads with HTML5. That's yeah. cool. It is. You can play it on your phone. Yeah. It, it'll just tend to crash and completely destroy the browser. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, it's like loading 14 different layers of objects. <laughs> I don't yeah. have this much RAM. Admittedly, yeah. admittedly my, my, my normal desktop has a problem loading it at times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I, I find it interesting. They actually made it that you can navigate around the map with the arrow keys, which yeah. is awesome. No, actually, um, for a browser-based game that's free, standard. Yes. It, one of these freemium games, it's actually very, uh, very traditional video game style. Indeed, it is. Like, it really harkens back to a lot of the old city-building uh, And you can play it at work. Play. Yeah, and you can, you can play it at work. work. It's no like sound. You pointed out. It's perfect for work. No sound effects at all. No music. And yeah. you just put it in a tab when your boss comes by. Make sure you just click over. Yeah. Exactly. It what? does have the weakness that it always asks if you really want to navigate away from the page, yes, though. I, I, which yeah. does make it not very good for having it work. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's another tab... It's true. I think you can yeah, just go yeah. back and forth. In fact, what they should do is allow you to customize the tab title so it says, like, uh, XLS Doc version 97. Something really boring. <laughs> and, and you're like, well, sir, I'm just on LinkedIn, and I'm on Gmail, and I'm on, uh, you know, this Excel file in Google Docs. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's well, what yeah. I'm We doing. were talking about, the, about this other, the, earlier this week, too, is that it's kind of a weird freemium model, too. It's not the true, not the normal one. Well, I don't know. It seems like this is kind of normal with the other freemiums, like Free Realms that I've played, where you can get in, it's unlimited playtime, and then to do extra stuff, you buy... Like, isn't that Battlefield Heroes? Isn't that what they do for that? Yeah, Battlefield Heroes I, I has a, a base yeah. model, and then you can earn points to buy items, or you can get the items faster. And actually, I think now, some items you can actually only get by buying. But That's I, right. Yeah, yeah, that was the big controversy. That was the big controversy. But if you want to like, compare it to... like. Evany and uh, Caesary, and I don't. all those kind of games. <laughs> but it's just, it is the same. It is the same kind of game. I mean, it's really directly it's yeah. related to them. Yeah, I think I remember playing Evany and another one, a Siege something that was web based, and you build up a keep, and it it was I think primarily like a German game, so it was hard for me to get into because a lot of people sending messages back and forth were in the German. Warum sprichst du Deutsch nicht? Yeah, I guess pissy liquor. 
But, so, but with most of those, like they require you to be playing the game constantly. Like you have to yeah. do something every like three minutes, so it stays in the game, uh, and then you're much more likely to buy items. But with with uh, Lord of Ultima, everything is slow. It takes you know six hours to Indeed. send out uh, troops to go attack a dragon and come back, mm-hmm. and it takes you know a good couple hours to build every single building. That's pretty good for a game where. You- where people can attack your town. I mean, you know, you have to keep coming back to it. But you don't have to come back to it like yeah, you get you get a lookout tower and it gives you like a three if you upgrade it, it gives you like a num- like 10 hours of of, of warning when something mm-hmm. Yeah. If I, I think that's, that's pretty cool. Now, something like that does it send you an email or a text message on I don't think so. Cuz so far I haven't gotten it to alert me any other things, so I didn't know if The reports combat. really are I I haven't been attacked. It might just be in game. Out. Yeah, the, it's interesting. When but if you, you only start, have to log in once per day to see if anyone's going to attack you, which is what I've been doing. I've been doing it usually every morning for the last half week. I've been playing it, and a lot of my stuff is building throughout the night. And then I just log in the morning, update my build queue. And I, I was mentioning to you this weekend that how close I've gotten to uh, linking it to like my real EA account and using my credit card to buy a bunch of gems. So I can have a much longer build queue in my AI that builds And that, that's the me. thing, is that, that you spend money in the game to not play the game. It's perfect. That all you do... But what, what you purchase is advisors, little AIs that take care of the building for you, or take care of attacking, take care of defending, and then it makes it so you don't have to play the game nearly as often. I, it's, just, it's such a weird model. Indeed. You and know, but I can see it being successful. I can too, actually. I, I can't imagine there's a ton of resources they have to pump into this every month. Mm-hmm. I, it seems like even with the freemium stuff, they're going to pay their bandwidth costs, and it's hosted at EA, so I'm sure they get a discount yeah. <laughs> at Rackspace <laughs> or something. And, and Millie, I think that the people who are designing it realize that half the reason why people end up playing these games for extended mm-hmm. periods of time is because they feel like they have to keep moving forward, Yeah, and not necessarily because they necessarily really enjoy the game, but just because they're like, oh man, I started playing, I can't stop now, I can't let down my alliance that I'm in. So, Nick, am I to take it that this is the game you've been playing? I've been playing games like this all the time. I, I played a little bit of this, but I only yeah. play once a day, and okay. I play much more of other games. Only once a day. Actually, I've been what I've been playing this week, I've been playing a massive amount of Heroes of New Earth, now that it's in its full open beta. Cool. Uh, so, tell me about Heroes of New Earth. And like I said, I, I've mentioned it before, it's uh, basically a, a, a port of uh, Defense of the Ancients. A mod Dota! For Dota! Dota! Uh, you every person controls one hero. It's on a you know a top down uh, RTS kind of uh, perspective, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's really it's spectacular for playing uh, playing multiple times. Um, it's all PvP. There's no single player experience really beside outside of a tutorial, and there's so many different aspects of the game. There's all these meta games to it. There's a when you pick which hero you're going to be in, you have a full team of people on your side. It's a game within a game. Yeah, it's there's meta. wait, there's like layers to it. Totally layers, and so that like the picking of what heroes and what order you pick them in, and then how you counter pick the other team. Mm-hmm. That's a humongous part of the game, and then what order of items you get for your hero is mm-hmm. a humongous meta game as well. And there's there's just a lot of depth and complexity to it. And what platform does this run on? Uh, it runs on the PC. Mm-hmm. Um, and and usually, it's downloadable or web-based? It's downloadable, okay. um, and it, it's, it's very pretty. I mean, it, it's not... It, like Saying that it's based off a game that runs on, on Warcraft 3 makes it sound like it's not really that great. They, may, they uh, took the engine they had for uh, Savage and Savage 2. Oh, no, actually, I like that engine. And that's, the yeah. univer- that's like the, the, the mythology behind the heroes. They try to con- tie it into the Savage games. Oh, so it's even by the developer of Savage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I completely missed that. Yeah, so um, I was it's it's, it's very pretty. If you got a, <laughs> if you have a nice computer, there's all sorts of great spell effects, and it's okay. it's very well done. Is it? Uh, do they push content, new content to it, updated continually? Like okay. I said, it's currently in the open beta. It just became the open beta uh, on the 31st. Isn't it going to be free to play when it's done? No, oh. it, hmm. you can pre-order now for 30 bucks. It's not going to be the full pri- a full price game, but it, I, I'll tell you, um, I looked at my stats just this other the other day. And I've already sunk 170 hours to play into it, um, just in the open beta. That's, that's pretty impressive. Warcraft time. Yeah, it, and it's it's a game. It, most matches take 45 to 55 minutes at most. Mm. So you know, if you have an hour, you, you get into a game. They're very yeah. competitive, very fun, very fast moving. I do like those. And uh, yeah, it sucks you in. Now there is a lot of it's mostly uh, high school and uh, early college uh, students. Playing it, and uh, so it's a little immature. The player is it, base is it full of girls? No, 
Uh, no, they sound it's like mostly girls. guys. <laughs> it's mostly guys going take that queer mo. <laughs> and, and it does have built it, do, like. it does have built in voice, um, so you do end up hearing your your teammates talking to you, which. Uh, Amazing how many of these kind of games don't have built-in voice. Well, yeah. I, I was actually kind of thinking that they should have something like that in games like Lord of Ultima. Because I would love to talk with my alliance verbally rather than having to type out messages. <laughs> so, but I guess but your alliance doesn't want to talk yeah, to you verbally. So, so well, definitely, yeah, it's um, just Nick. He doesn't want you. to talk to me. Look, look up. Look up if, you, if you're listening, make sure to just check out the game uh, on Heroes of New Earth. Just Google that. and uh, It's very fun. Um, and if you do download it, play the, the tutorial and do public games first. Do not do ranked playing. And it's New Earth is an N E W E R T H. Yeah. Because I kept thinking New Earth, like that sci-fi show from '99 called Earth Two. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? Like, is there exoskeletons and sand people? No. I love that show. There never the show are. Too. I love the sand people. So, so, Peter, what have you been playing this week? I have been playing Battlefield Bad Company Two again, and much like your game, where it has a meta game in it. Bad Company 2 has a metagame I discovered. You play as the engineer class, the one with the rocket launcher and the re- repair impact hammer mm-hmm, wrench, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, you run into a room, pump a guy up with your submachine gun, mm-hmm. another guy runs in, you shoot him with your pistol, and then two more guys run in, and you hit him with your knife and your rocket launcher. It's a game within a game. I'm just bragging because I got six skills in a row as the engineer, and I didn't have to reload once. So you're a good engineer. I'm very good at shooting people in video games. Okay, we should talk. <laughs> I'll give you an example of my ability in first-person shooter games. I can't kill anything. <laughs> uh, Nick, Nick is great in first-person games. You have him stand in front of you, and uh, so you're the flesh. Shield. It's good old uh, Nick. <laughs> Nick points the gun. <laughs> Nick points the gun at the general vicinity of the bad guys. Uh, shoots at them, gets their attention. They all look at him, and then you pick them off. I like that. Yeah. I, like that. I also played some Assassin's Creed Two, and as, I'm as almost Creed done. Two. Almost done with it. I think I got about three more hours left. How was Creed's latest self-titled album? <laughs> no, no, you're thinking wait, wait, of the wait. rock band. How, how many? Are, didn't they make the like the theme song for the Florida Marlins this year? Probably. <laughs> Can you imagine how depressing it would be to go to a Florida Marlins Florida game and have Marlins to to that? <laughs> playing baseball? And then something about your daughter who will never love you. Uh, doesn't it automatically yeah, turn much. you into an alcoholic? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Florida Marlins, just drink it off. But I, I did get to uh, play a little bit of Lord of Ultima. Um, I got halfway through the tutorial before the computer I was playing on crashed. But What what kind of computer were you playing on? It was a Macintosh. It was an iMac. Well, there you go. I'll murder you. Yeah. Well, that's what you get for playing at the office on the government's dime. Um, I was actually playing it at my friend's house. And then I tried it this morning at the office. and you didn't, since want your, I had, you didn't want your home computer to know you were playing it? Yeah, I thought my home computer would be mad at me. Um, I was playing at my friend's house. But then uh, I, I tried it this morning, and I also had this program that we run at the office. It's based off Flash, so it just all ran out of memory and died on me. I hate Flash. My it was God, very, I hate Flash. It was very great. Uh, but, yeah, Bad Company 2 has gotten pretty good, and it's going to have an update coming out this week. And... Uh, Pretty much all I've been playing, nothing really new. Indeed, so I guess if we're done with what we've been playing, let's talk about continuing on Battlefield Bad <laughs> Company 2, the amazingness of its sales. Kind of impressive, uh, Bad Company 2. Which I before... think you are lying to me. No, no. I think you are lying to me. Why do you me? think I'm lying to you? Because that is impossible. <laughs> because it's, you've it's got shifty number... <laughs> eyes. <laughs> and, and so, because Bad Company 2 has been the number one selling game on Steam since it's come out. Which is uh, pretty crazy. Andrew Which is, is going to open up really crazy. I, right, go ahead and look that up. Well, I Do think it. you're probably hacking my DNS servers. I'm hacking your DNS servers. In your computers. To your own I'm thing. in your computers. You're in your computers hacking my internets. Yep. Uh, yes, I'm hacking your internets, motherfucker. I know. I'm so hackering that I can't find the story immediately. Yeah. It's just. I think that's pretty cool. It just shows that. If you offer a product that PC gamers actually want to play, as opposed to like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, where which they don't want, which play. had P2P servers and it didn't have dedicated servers, like the multiplayer component was shit mm-hmm. on the PC, and then you put a very strong PC-centric multiplayer experience on a game that's also a console title, you mm-hmm. know, has dedicated servers. You can customize what you do on the. So servers. you can host your own server. You have to pay through EA, but it's its own dedicated server. Right. Pay through EA. EA has three partners, depending on what part of the United States you find oh, the server. Oh, so, so the, you have literally have to lease a server, is what you're saying? Yes. Wow, okay. I didn't but for the most that. part, the internet community that plays... Someone uh, does. Someone's footing the bill. Plays like yeah. Counter-Strike yeah. and that yeah. sort of thing. You're playing yeah. on dedicated servers yeah. that are oh, being absolutely. paid by people. Yeah. So. 
I just uh, okay. That's it's just EA entered in this. So there is literally no way for partnership. No way for anyone to create custom content for Battlefield Bad Company Two. Oh no. Oh, that's too bad. See, and I thought that that would be a pretty vibrant community. And that's the thing, uh, Dice. Since this was mostly a console title, I got developed and t- tossed onto the PC. Indeed. It doesn't have the thing. Whereas I, Battlefield Two and Twenty One Forty Two had. Multiple. I am still surprised that Bad, mm. Bad Company One is not a PC title yet. They didn't think it was a. Uh, a full battlefield experience game, so that you know, being single PC. player and having a narrative, and then having a, <laughs> and then having an, an entire multiplayer component that was just as in depth as the other battlefield games. It wasn't a battlefield game for the PC market. Yeah, we're going to call that bad company series. Yeah, yeah. So it's done really well. It's been out selling all the other first person. No, I see that PC. it's on the top of the sales list for Steam. And that's the thing is that Steam sales are usually much higher than physical store sales for PC well, games. Well, yeah, is isn't it? It's like, it's like ninety percent. Yeah. Like most of what Valve made off of Half Life and what um, Relic's been making. Like they make way yeah. they sell way more copies off Steam right now than they do a physical. Well, store it's copy. also interesting when you look at the multiplayer games. Of course, those are probably going to have a oh, higher yeah. percentage of people buying the digital copy because they're yeah. already online. They already yeah. have uh, one of these multiplayer. And they probably games. have Steam already because they exactly. play Counter Strike. Exactly. And, and who wants to actually go and buy a physical copy anymore? I don't. Yeah, if you can I just don't. go there. I don't even want to go to Safeway anymore. <laughs> So, uh, I'm afraid of seeing other people. Too, just yeah. been, has been selling like hotcakes on the PC, which is the console market. While it's done well, I think mm-hmm. we saw that it sold like 2.3 million. Two, 2.3 million at least. Yes. Yeah, and that was mostly on the 360 and PS3 because yeah, that's it, physical sales. On the 360, outselling the PS3 two to one. Yeah. Uh, so most because <laughs> the PS3 social networking sucks. Mostly because I don't think anyone on the PS3 plays first-person shooters. Yeah, yeah I'm really beginning to think that's the kind case. Of market. Yeah, a different kind of market. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm just thinking about the average PlayStation player versus yeah. Xbox. Like, yeah, obviously, yeah, the average PlayStation 3 player is all about collectible card game uh, multiplayer cosplay. battles. JRPG yeah. cosplay, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, uh, <laughs> with Xbox, some Metal Gear. With men metal dressed gear. up as yeah. Sailor Moon. Where, yeah. where is Xbox Real America? I was going to say Riddle and Addicted. Frat boys? Yeah, frat boys, but whatever. <laughs> Hence, real America. <laughs> hey, Thetas, let's go set up the Sigma Tau girls. It'll be yeah. great. I don't. I, I probably just named two different <laughs> male. <laughs> so Sigma Tau girls. If I mean, Bad Company 2 is awesome. I know why it's... I can see why it's the best-selling first-person shooter. Now, I still Steam. I still have just one small, uh, middling, uh, deep... Uh, you want to know about the single-player campaign? Night terror about this series for some reason. And it goes like this. Uh, because I'm obsessively compulsive, anally retentive Andy, I want to buy the console version because Battlefield Bad Company 1 was only on the console. Okay. Am, am I bad for that? Um, considering I played the console demo and the PC demo, uh, the difference between the two is night and day as far as being able, as control goes. So the, the Xbox is much better than the PC? If by the exact opposite... Yes. <laughs> and, and, That's the thing. I don't get playing first-person shooters on consoles. I have ne- it never feels right. Exactly. You know, for a few first-person shooter games, for a it few. works it's okay really on the console. Thing. It's really yeah, an engine thing. It's an engine, engine thing. You're it's using. a developer the, thing. The controls yeah. have always felt weird. To me. Well, that's See, also because you have weird little non-man See, hands. and with like Halo and <laughs> Killzone. flippers. With Halo and Killzone, I thought the controls were fine. Actually, the best first-person console controls was... Time Splitters Future Perfect on the GameCube. Yeah, yeah okay, that was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, for the but for games that are like built by either guy companies that start out as PC centric companies, or just some games, it's like the PC version just plays better. Yeah, like I think uh, I think I just like mouse look more than I like anything that the consoles have ever had. It, mouse look feels like you have better control. Yeah, Whether or not that's true, right. depending on. What game and how I they do aiming? I feel like that you have better, uh, yeah, muscle and, and, and it's reaction time too. With the entire because well, and it, it always feels unnatural to me that what the, how like the, how fast you're able to turn and such, and how the feel of it is for control wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it doesn't feel as natural. And Plus, I guess I guess since, since for me like first person shooters, I don't like them partially because it is just trying to do like oh here's you in a war zone. Uh, I don't Plus want it PC, to to feel can, so artificial. Yeah. Plus on the PC, it's. The graphics are usually smoother if you're playing with the right type of machine. They're a lot smoother than they are on the console. So uh, the Battlefield Bad Company 2 on the PC, is that a Steamworks-enabled game running games for Windows inside of the EA social network? No, it's just an EA social network running through Steam, but it doesn't have Steamworks. Oh, that's too bad. We need at least three Call of Duty of 4, however, <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 had Steamworks embedded with IWNet. 
And then, of course, Dawn of War had Steamworks embedded with games for live, Windows Live. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so there's that. Uh, we already talked about Lord of Ultima. You guys really sweat that game. And I actually think that's pretty cool. There's finally a web browser game out there that that's like. not a desktop tower defense game that I want to play. <laughs> and you, you've started to. You just haven't yes. joined our awesomely cool alliance I need to get yet. my laptop back from my parents so I can actually sit there and watch TV and play it. Well, yeah, that's what an iPad's for. You mean you mean uh, go uh, go be at your parents and log in for three minutes and then be done with the game for the rest of yeah. the day? Unless you're no, like, I need to get my laptop back from them. <laughs> they have my laptop. So, Nick, are you not one of those guys that just stays in general chat talking with other people about <laughs> random stuff? I don't get that. I never have. I and really I, I don't. tried it. I tried it because I wanted to see the community, but I was scared. They're actually fa- fairly nice. Like I've, I've, like I've tried to help people out. I have too, but I think maybe it's a date or a time thing. Because when I was doing it at one a.m., it was kind of creepy. I, I oh, just, well, I go. finally saw the list of subjects. Can we please talk about the two things I'm very excited about? Your like, ball and your um, dick. No, no. I'm always dolphins, <laughs> manity arms. Okay, video game things. <laughs> these are all playing things, video games? These are all things that I'm very excited about, but just video games. The Infinity Ward Llama Drama? No. Fucking Blood is coming out on goodoldgames.com. Now, Blood. Good Old Games, Edibify. Edu- edu- good Old Games is a, uh, it's a website. It's a digital <laughs> good, distribution website. Edimicatify. It's a digital distribution website that specializes on older video games from, like, the early 80s to... Actually, they just have Atari 2600 games they're starting to come out with. I'm sorry. All Are they going to have Custer's Revenge? God, I hope so. <laughs> all I'm thinking now of, uh, is of Edamame's. Edamame. Hmm. Edamame. Uh, but anyways, Blood, the Maybe. build engine action game that was like this weird over-the-top Army of Darkness meets Duke Nukem 3D That's style That's a good game. way to describe it. I've been trying to, uh, for the past decade, think of how to tell had, other people about this you know, game. The build Army engine of Darkness. Games, yeah, the build yeah. engine games had like really creative level design. But yes. Blood just kind of, you had the weird carnival levels, you had the first yes. the, the first good train level. Oh, that was a great train, yeah. train level. Yeah. Um, there was, uh, not only the car- was the carnival also the one including like the river uh, little boat thing where you're in just like a man-sized boat? Oh no, that that's a different part, but okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a boat, um, I, I boat level, there's this, they had arenas, they had a soccer field to play multiplayer, and so there's the football field in Duke Nukem 3D. See, I like so the train multiplayer. Field. Field. Uh, 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 the train multiplayer was great just because it was just a straight line back and forth. There was no hunting for anyone, no mm-hmm, hiding. Mm-hmm. Um, Except on the roof. And I'm really excited Faster. for it because Blood, you had to play in DOS Box or uh, Fiend. And which now I you can forgot. Which, and now you can play it. There, it's a fully Windows-compatible XP, Vista, Windows 7. They say multiplayer is working. I am completely signed on to this. I, it's the day it comes out, I'm buying it. So now I'm trying to remember what company owns the rights to this. Wasn't it originally GT published by Interactive? GT Interactive? Yeah. Uh, Monolith built it. Monolith owns the right to Blood okay. series. GT Interactive owns the rights to the first game. GT okay. Interactive is now owned by Atari. Atari just signed a thing with. Okay, GT Interactive got by by bought, got bought by Infogrames. Yeah. Infogrames became Atari. Merged. Atari yeah. is now. Allowing their older games to be distributed by GOG.com, thus oh, we get okay, blood. There we go. And Phil Harrison just got fired or quit or something. And the guy who started Atari is back Neil on. Neil Bushnell. Or yeah, Bushnell. N- Neldrell yeah. Bushnell. Yeah. I keep thinking he's a big bushel of something. Have you seen him? He's creepy. I have. He's he's a weird guy. Yeah. And then especially the, he's Chuck E. Cheese. He he founded Chuck E. Cheese. The second big piece of news is uh, my literally, favorite arcade. Literally, Parker. he founded Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, he did. Nolan Bushnell. No, dude, it's like I want to make video games. No, I want to be a child pedophile. No, I want to do neither. <laughs> or both, if you or think both. about it. The other big news: my favorite arcade fighter, Marvel vs. Capcom, is getting its third game, yes. and this one's gonna have. Pseudo 3D graphics like in Street Fighter 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you mean bad? Actually, I like the Street Fighter 4 yeah, graphics. Yeah, I, I am so done with. I kind of like the Street Fighter 4 graphics too. Uh, so I wouldn't play games. it, but but I like since the graphics. it's a Marvel vs. Capcom game, it means probably it's going to be another crazy huge character list. A- any idea about uh, like new characters being introduced? Uh, the guy from Resident Evil 5 is going to be in it, uh, but apart from that, no. It's just the did the last so did the last Marvel vs. Capcom have Deadpool in it? No, this one might, though. I can't it's imagine this Deadpool. game not. Deadpool actually has four ongoings. One of them just got canceled, but they're starting a new one. Okay. And then there's another miniseries. I'm having flashbacks of Masters of Terracasse. Terracasse? What the fuck ever. The fighting, the 3D fighting, Star Wars fighting game? If Why? 3D, they're completely different. Y- you mean both bad? 
Marvel vs. Capcom 2 I don't even remember that one. Yeah, oh, you don't remember... Uh, I think I just have a very that. efficient memory scrubber for things it, that it are was horrible. This really, yeah. they, it was a Star Wars ripoff of Battle Arena Toshiden. Yes. Oh, that's right. And it, a bad fighting game. I, I just, I, it seems like that kind of game. I just, I've never been I don't know how really. this game seems like it, because as far as fighting games go, they're very well, different systems. I understand, but a fighting game is a fighting game, to me. To you, yeah. And, and thus bad, to me. <laughs> so okay, You don't even like enough. Soul Calibur? No. Man, the heresy this man speaks. I know. The, like, the last fighting game I liked was Virtual Fighter 2. I love Super Street. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think I have a box in here of, like, You don't Virtual like Soul Calibur, but you like Virtual Fighter 2? I played it with my brother all the time. It was oh. cool. Because we could basically jump so back you're, and forth uh, in the limited 3D environment. It, it, just because of your butt-buttiness <laughs> with your brother, you, you, you liked it. Oh. Anyways, I'm yeah, very excited. Maybe if Peter played Soul Let's Calibur, get back on it. track real quick. I think we should play Let's get that back on track time. real quick. <laughs> Very excited, and all they've shown off is the opening intro. Mm, it's it's no gameplay has been shown. So, well, I mean, really, do they have? To? <laughs> what, what are they going <laughs> to show? Really? <laughs> Look, it's Marvel's Capcom, move. which I have, you know, I'm not big into fighting games, and I've really liked the, the, yeah. the previous the, installments. And the Dreamcast versions, uh, you can actually buy Marvel vs. Capcom to an Xbox Live Arcade right now. It's the it's a port of the Dreamcast version, but unlike the Dreamcast version, you don't have to unlock any characters. So it's all oh. 52 fighters immediately. Oh, I, uh, like, I, I think I would have... Maybe it's just because I'm a comic book fanboy, but like just getting to see the Marvel characters do their like intro movements when they when he first yes. picked them, that's oh, yeah. good enough for me. I'm excited right there. <laughs> but is it worth 60 bucks? Is that how much it's going to be? I have no idea. Uh, they have It's, it's coming out in 2011, next, uh, April 2011. Apart from the long? intro, wow. okay. no one knows anything about the game. Well, Maybe we'll have hyperinflation. It'll cost $3,000. High five hyperinflation. Hyperinflation. Just like Zimbabwe. Uh, Zimbabwe. High five Zimbabwe. Yes, I, I or Weimar myself. Germany. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> History lessons today, kids, <laughs> and economics. <laughs> Do you Are, know what stagflation is? <laughs> yes. Isn't that where a uh, isn't that Jimmy a deer Carter? gets larger and larger? <laughs> Wait, I can't remember. Is that Nixon or Jimmy Carter? Uh, yes, both. Yeah, and was it Reagan? Reagan, quote unquote. Fixed it. And moving on. We don't have a new segment, so we can't move on yet. We can. Nick's going to talk to us about the Infinity Ward Llama Drama. Oh, which yeah, is, we do have a... Jeez, which, you just skip right ahead to whatever you want to talk yeah, about. jeez. Okay, one, we don't have anything to talk about. Two, if the ginger is doing anything, I will gladly forget. I see how it is. Yeah. So, Soulless dickhole. In, in a way, actually, so you, you are correct, us. though. We don't really have anything to talk about, and that's the whole purpose of what I'm going <laughs> to say here. Uh, most people who follow video game stuff at all will know, and we, we've talked about it ourselves, uh, that there's this whole uh, breakup of Infin- Infinity Ward where Activision fired the two It's like the a high school breakup. And yeah, and it's totally a yes. high school breakup where everyone's got is completely like has their he- feelings hurt and they're being snippy with each other and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Has, has it gotten to the point yet where my dad could beat up your dad? Because I'm waiting. And that's, for that. It's way beyond. It's actually it's at that point. It's Activision that. and EA sniping at each other too. Yes. Yeah, and, and now, well, the, now that the, the, the B team. Now that now that uh, the the Infinity Ward employees um, who have left are now working for EA, then EA is now and they're working for bracket. EA with the creatively titled Respawn Studios. You see what they did there? I wonder what kind of game they're going to make. I do too. I I, I think really it'll be think... a I think it'll be a Vietnam era uh, poltergeist thriller. <laughs> I, either that or like a collectible card game based around train simulation. Maybe. <laughs> you know what? I'd actually... <laughs> no, it's, it's about frog reading. Frog reading. But the fundamental thing to take out of this is, you know, everyone's getting is really getting worked up over, oh, what do the lawsuits mean? There's suit and countersuit. And there's all this, all this, you know, shouting at each other from both sides. It doesn't mean anything. There is really almost nothing that that we, the outsiders from the suit, can really glean from what they've been saying. It, in lawsuits, people say all sorts of crap that actually does not relate to the actual lawsuit. And yes. and to, to be honest, like people are like getting all excited and like kind of in a, like a blood frenzy over <laughs> the <laughs> send the gladiators into exactly. the exactly. It's how childish they're being that <laughs> they, they they don't recognize that really all these like press releases are incredibly unprofessional. The Lord and of well, and the like half and of it the, doesn't mean anything. Half I mean, of what everyone's saying is like. It's either, oh, well, Activision is just trying to take advantage of the little guy, when Activision actually owned the studio the entire time. Yes. It wasn't, it, like, yeah. wasn't like they just came in and bullied it on someone's turf. Uh, the, light- the other guys are going, oh, well, you know, 
they're just being unfair and disloyal. It's like, well, no, Activision could have screwed them over, but on the other hand, Activision could have not. And the thing yeah. is, is that no one will ever know what yeah. happened. I, and that, that's what well, people will like will, like to make these guesses or assumptions, and then we'll then like then are saying, oh, we'll find out eventually, but you won't. Probably they will not. settle this invariably. They will settle this case. This will not go to any sort of trial, or any it will not go before a judge. They will settle it out of court. Um, some money will exchange hands. Some exchange of rights will occur, and they'll have a non-disclosure agreement. No yeah. one will ever know. And so, getting all like crazed about it is the dumbest thing. What if it goes to the public square for a round of Rochambeau? If they go to pull, pull the script for Rush and both, I go first. <laughs> and I think, I think what that, side are you on? I, I I'm think on the that, side that I get the yeah. Call of Duty license. Okay. Good. Excellent. What would you do with it? <laughs> I'd sell it to Activision for however many for like a billion dollars. No, you should sell it to like Ironclad to make it into Sins of a Solar Empire two. <laughs> which Call of the, Duty, which by Sins the of way, a Solar Empire. <laughs> yeah, Sins of a Solar Empire two, favorite Xbox game ever. <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, yeah, I just don't really think there's really no news about it. Well, it stopped, did, people need did to stop we pretending there is news. Respawn Entertainment last week. There's nothing at Respawn Entertainment. There's a hey, we're hiring webpage. And they also got fifty million dollars or something from EA. Yeah, they got yeah. seed money EA, to buy a building. And EA yes, goes, hey, to pay for some electricity. Christ. EA goes, hey, you made a game that sold twenty million copies. Here's any money you want. That's probably like the amount. Of, it's probably the same kind of money that TBS is throwing at Conan O'Brien. Oh, that's Conan money. That's yeah, Conan that's money. Co- that's Coco money. That's, right Coco money. that's Team Coco money. You know, actually, I guess, uh, how about a brief tangent? I'm just curious about building video games and team building, like, what's going on here. How come they're actually spending money on assets like a building? How come they're not a virtualized, distributed company? Um, probably because when you work on a video game, there's a lot of media you have to pass around back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that when you're dealing with... Is it really with, a bandwidth constriction issue? I think it is, because when you're showing them a 3D model... It's easier just to call them over and you can point at stuff and make changes to it or textures. And plus you have everyone in the same room. And since video games are so collaborative, I think it's, it, it's, it, foster, it better fosters a collaborative atmosphere to be next to the people than mm-hmm. to Skype or cell call or anything like that. I think that if you're actually in a, a, in a giant office space together, it's better for collaboration. I, I also think that this, that this is a good example of if you're all working in the same building, you know when someone's talking to the opposition. I, I, I know. I, I see what you're pulling up yeah, there. Yeah, I was just curious because it stuck out in my mind reading all the media. But about they Wild were Blood very games. specific about what they did. What they did uh, farm out for, mm-hmm. for games like Stubbs the Zombie, and then yes, the guys who worked games, on it, the guys were, who worked on it, were yeah. in their office. Uh, now, were they? Some of the music music guys weren't, but they were putting together a soundtrack of pre-recorded music. Okay, because I was just trying to remember, it's like uh, uh, Wide Load Entertainments, uh, they were I- originally founded in Chicago, they were part of, uh, or teams, members from Bungie Studios, and they built this great game I like called Stubbs, Stubbs the Zombie. Zombie. Fucking awesome game. By the way, amazing. it's on Steam, it's like $3 on Steam, buy, buy the game. Buy you play a zombie. Buy. I mean, yeah. if you're going to spend more money for a fucking iPhone game, buy Stubbs the goddamn yeah. Zombie. Buy Stubbs, it's just, if you have an old Xbox sitting around gathering dust, and <laughs> you see totally a used it. version of the game there... Fucking buy that used game. And can can we talk about perhaps the most laugh out loud moment in Stubbs the Zombie? The dance competition. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> with okay. the short little so, robot. So yes, you are fighting against City Hall, and you're trying to go get to the uh, like police commissioner, and you're a zombie. You are eating people's brains, like visibly biting off the top of their head to convert them to zombie, and you get to this police commissioner. And the game turns into a dance-off. And that's a great tangent to go on. But what Wide Load Games did is they hired a yep. bunch of artists and musicians, or sound effect guys, mm-hmm. uh, on a contract basis, and a lot of them were based in the office. But they spent a lot of time at Wide Load Games. Okay. I just, I, I remember I reading remember, yeah, I read so that much story about too. this. They were the first company to really do that. And apparently it was great for the bottom line for them. It was great for the bottom line for them, but... One of the things I, I always notice about Stubbs the Zombie is that each section had a very different look to it, and yes, I couldn't help but wonder yeah. if each contractor group that they had were, were near each other and worked on very specific sections. It might have been. Um, but since they didn't talk about that, you know, I that was my one frustration with that game. Like it always felt like I'm like, oh, I'm in a different game now. But it was because you were like when you were the hand. Just yes. Just, yeah. yeah. I was like, this is. I, 
but <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, but it kind of awesome, fit the though. overall thing of the game. It though. very much fit the game. It was awesome, yeah. but, but overall, it, yeah, but yeah, it, it I felt mean, that's a little disappointed at times. When everyone's in the same room or in the same building, and you, when you see pictures of these game companies, most of them that it's just a bunch of cubicles, but it's not even full size cubicles. It's a little half cut off ones so you can talk to people. Well, that's right. I was trying to remember if Wide Load actually went under. It was bought by the Walt Disney Company. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm just reading this article that it was they originally like the goal of the firm was to counteract development costs by outsourcing a lot of it, and I thought it worked kind of well for them. I it, just it, the game didn't sell well enough for it to get. It on. didn't, but I, I recall that it had kind of a long tail with digital distribution. They finally brought it, it also, to the Macintosh. Also, it was a big uh, seller on the Mac. It, it was compared to what? Everything. I mean, I think I think it was like for months. World compared War- to that <laughs> copy of Sin, they finally got okay, for, for World <laughs> Solitaire Pack Five. Like, like, compared to what on the Mac, everything which is World of Warcraft yeah, and Warcraft Three. Literally, the uh, the Mac World like gaming list, like the hit list every month is like World of Warcraft, the expansion pack, and Stubbs the Zombie. Yeah, it should be also you know just to, to head back to the earlier part of the podcast. Here's a new Earth runs very well on Linux and on the Mac. I like that. Good. There's not d- enough games like that. Uh, just, just a so yeah. Bad side note. The uh, the contractor thing I don't think has really panned out. I do think there's a lot of contract work done in the video games industry that they don't talk about. That's See, usually that's when you I just wonder, need to bring I in. Never hear about it. A lot of the the art assets, uh, stuff like uh, motion capture and um, what's the other thing, sound effects produ- production, production of actual sound effects. Those are usually done by third parties. Those aren't done. I guess by that kind of makes themselves. sense. I, it'd probably be. It'd be difficult for a small studio, I think, probably to have the money for like their own visual. A lot of there's yeah. a, actually a few motion capture companies that set up around uh, around video game stuff, and that's all they do. I recall seeing uh, in a bunch of developer diaries for Gears of War the original uh, with Cliffy B standing these catwalks overlooking these Costco-sized interiors of just cameras and cameras and green screens of yeah. doing video capture and thinking. My God, that must cost a shitload of money for just a day. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. So, I think there's some of that spun off, but I think as far as development team goes, it's not going to be something that you can contract out. Yeah, I, you know, being a tech guy, I just, not to go into it long, but I love, like, companies like MySQL were completely distributed. Right, but, I mean... I don't want to say I don't want to paint it with a broad brush, but stuff like my my sequel where everyone's programming and that's all they're I, doing. Yeah. That's I very know. different than a visual. I guess the, the, uh, it, it's the technical medium. versus the artistic. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think that's actually where the, the where the line really draws. Probably is that, that you can have you can farm out technical issues, but when it comes to artistic vision and artistic integrity of a product. Like, if you want it to actually be a singular artistic entity, you really can't be farming it out. Plus, when you're dealing with something like art and where the guys are making textures and that sort of thing, you want the guy who's actually in charge of making sure they all look alike to have them all talking directly to each other. And there's a lot to be said about face-to-face communication. I've noticed, at least working in research, that you can't do with other people when you talk to them over the phone or uh, with even with video conferencing. That's why we have log me in and go to my PC. (laughs) That is the worst thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> hey, so, we, yeah. that, that's how we survive. <laughs> All right, we're getting in our hot tub time machine to go back to... We're going back to 1997. A time when Jay-Z was just starting out his rap career. When NSYNC ruled the land. When Monica Lewinsky... They still do. When Monica Lewinsky was slightly attractive. When Monica Lewinsky was still blowing our president. Hey, she went to my law school. (laughs) Really? I take you to a time when Interstate 76 from Activision came out. Interstate 76... Interstate uh, 76. ...was the uh, descendant from the the loss of the MechWarriors 2... Of the Mech Warriors title, they made Mech Warriors Two Mercenaries, and then That's they made right. another yes. vehicle combat game, Interstate Seventy Six, based off the Mercenaries. Is this the same engine? engine? Okay, it's the exact same. Engine. I was, I guess, thinking back. That does they make just sense. doubled the awesome though. They, they doubled the awesome. Interstate Seventy Six takes place in nineteen seventy six. There's a worldwide Wait, it's gas not sh- shortage. Seventeen seventy six? No, nineteen seventy six. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a worldwide gas shortage, so how do you respond to that? By putting machine guns and flamethrowers on cars and shooting at each other in the high desert. Well, of course, solving the worldwide gas ca- crisis really involves blowing up cars in Texas. It had this great uh, funk soundtrack. It did. And it, this oh, game yes. had, it had, it had a all the stereotypical to it. and all the stereotypical characters from a 1970s car chase. Movie. Now I can't like, remember. Uh, 
um, Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. Um, now describe the protagonist because I can't remember. The protagonist, God, I can't even remember his name. Groove, Groove. Champion. Thank you. I thought Groove it was like Slick or something uh, like that. Your and sister it, got killed. There, and that's right. A, uh, his sister, Vixen. Yeah. Dead. He, he's wearing one of those uh, button-down shirts that buttons, you know, mid-nipple. He's oh, got yeah. flowing uh, blonde What's his sidekick's name? Taurus. Taurus. Taurus is a uh, your stereotypical jive talking uh, black exploitation afro wearing star. I just saw him as an afro. Um, and you had a hot chick sidekick. <laughs> an afro with a gun. That's true. Yeah, it, he actually has this great line where he says, uh, where he's, they find the, the secret documents in a briefcase. He goes, I don't know, this whole thing seems like a movie. I hate movies. Really that like that was the mind. great part that stuck out that in your mind. Great, yeah, I don't know. The why. great part that stuck out in my mind is, kid, never get out of the car. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah actually, you're pretty right. awesome. Yeah. I love one of my favorite things about it, this. It wasn't games. like rule number one of interstate yeah. driving. This never was just this was just the, the one thing that stuck out in my head. You'd be driving around shooting at guys, and if they got too far where you couldn't hit them with your front-mounted weapons, you whip out your pistol and shoot yes, out and the shoot window. Yes, shoot them to the side. Yes. Yeah. Um, Great that, way you could, that, that way you wouldn't damage the car so you could salvage it for parts. Yeah, exactly. Great thing about this game, it had TCP, IP, inter internet play. That's right. This is right at the time frame we're starting to move beyond This IP, is right X, after SPX. Quake had come out yeah. and yes. uh, kind of changed all that. It also There I was great okay. internet play on it. Yeah, internet state. Oh my state. gosh. Yes. I played so much this is one of the few that. games where you what, needed... What network did it use? Was that NemPlayer? Was it a 10? Was it a GameStop? It needed internet... No, it needed internet, interstate net. It was a Activision Oh, thing. was their own thing? Yeah, it was just That's a TCP, IP wrapper. Yeah. No, I thought there was a lot of game I think lobby. I must I think, have, yeah, there was a lot. Of I think that. I played over a hundred hours of, of this game actually, I'm sure just I did. just with some friends on local networks. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and this was one of the great joystick games too. It, I, this yeah. was one of like the last great joystick was, games. You, need, you needed to get a, a sidewinder because you had to have the yep. 3D turn twist on the yep. uh, thing. Um, it was also great because you could drive around a bus with machine guns. Yes. yes. And mine yes. layers. Oh, that brings back beautiful memories. Couldn't steer worth a damn. And couldn't go very fast. You could jump the shit out of you that could bus. You take so much damage. I love so, yes. it. Just multiplayer, I think everyone, when they talk about this game, they never really seem to talk about the single player that much. With, but, but they the should, because the single player, single player was fantastic. Player was, it was good, but like all the people's crazy stories are about like multiplayer. When I was yeah. playing against Jeremy, you, and I came up over this cliff, and I was just firing as my car was yes. screaming out of control upside down. I'm like shooting at him as he runs away from well, me. It was, it, was, it was the gameplay of it was just 100% epic at all times. Yeah. Like, everything you were doing is like, I am smoking in the bandit. Jumping off cliffs. I mean, how, how much better can you get than that? And let, me, this, let me see the manual real this, quick. The single player game too. I mean, it's one of the one of the one of the best style games I saw at that time. Yeah. Like I really can't think of anything else that. Yeah, these are took a style and polygons. I think this dude's chest is made up of twenty polygons. One of the interesting yeah. things about this game. <laughs> they is didn't hide it either. No, they, they didn't. Interstate seventy six didn't have textures on uh, the cars. Or the player the cars characters. were just colors. Yeah. They had some textures, but it was like the black stripe yeah, exactly, was a texture. The, stripe. the whole thing was very stylized, and yeah. it was one of those games that took the whole jagged polygonness of the nineties. It, it just grabbed it and, and went just for it. was like, "We know it this looks ridiculous. Shame. We're gonna go ridiculous." Yeah, it's a video we're game gonna... in ninety-seven. Yeah, I, I just want to read. It's nineteen seventy-six. A different seventy-six stretched out before you were thousands of miles of desert. The American, the Southwest. The massive engine roars as you slam down the accelerator. It's time to get funked up. That's hot. That is hot. I got this game with my three, with my uh, Voodoo Graphics One card by uh, a Diamond Monster 3DFX card. Oh yeah, that card. was about that time, wasn't it? Um, Trackless This game in three, full 3D was just... It was Ooh, just wow. crazy. It, I, I really don't know how to describe wait, this wait, game. Wait, wait, we gotta stop. I gotta. Can I blow your minds? Are you ready? Are you sitting down? Are you, uh, are you I'm ready? I'm sitting you... down and ready. I'm fat. Of course, I'm sitting down. Cineractive technology. Ooh. Ooh. Cinematic animated cutscenes, a funkadelic CD quality soundtrack, gripping sound effects, and multi-camera angles wider than Groove's lapels. I love. That's hot. I love the uh, uh, frequently asked questions section of this for uh, the manual. that says problems. The problem, game too slow. Solution, make sure you're running Interstate 76 on a Pentium 90 or higher system. 90. The game will not run on a 486. I love this realistic autodynamic, super realistic vehicular dynamics. It actually had a pretty good... Jumping, acceleration. It, well, it actually had a pretty good suspension system, and God, your suspension was could get damaged. Yes. You put in a, a better suspension, you could get better turns. 
But it was all right. There was a mini game of being able to upgrade and change out stuff, right? Yeah, yeah the, you could go in and the, tune the car. That's you right, could that's put right. on more armor. You wouldn't go as fast. You could take off armor, go faster, um, add mounting, and take it had away a really points. good system for that. It, it took the the system that they had developed for Mech Warrior, and they applied it to cars, but they added weight to the whole thing. So it wasn't like, oh, you don't have a heavy gun mount. It's like, oh, your car really can't carry that much. Well, uh, Mech Warrior though was was using weight as as, as an indicator for stuff too. It, it, but it didn't affect performance of the mech. From Mech Warrior 2, from what I remember, your mech always moved the same speed, regardless of what weapon you had. Weren't there two, like, two expansion packs to Mech Warrior? There like was at some point in the, the Mech Warrior one. development cycle where they did start in having mercenaries. a weight effect. In was it Mercenaries? Wasn't there, oh, the, like, okay. the blue-covered box where you're, like, on the snow planet? That was an expansion for Mercenaries. But yeah. the, 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 oh, for Mercenaries? The, yeah. Two was Mercenaries? Mech Warrior 2 and Mech Warrior 2 Mercenaries, because they thank didn't you. own the rights okay. to calling it Mech I Warrior 3. Remember. All right, thank you. I, I knew there were three the, two titles. The whole pedigree of Interstate 76 coming from the Mech Warrior stuff, it's, it, you can really see it in the weapon selections. There's yeah, this, yeah. the traditional Mech Warrior um, you know, mortar weapons, and yeah. then the missile pods, and then the, the, the flamethrowers and such. It, it was. But they added to how, because in the Mech Warrior games, your weapon would affect your power. Mm-hmm. In this game, it affected the actual performance of the car. So the car yeah, was indeed. turning speed... The entire handling character, characteristics of your car would change while you're upgrading, so you always had to it kind of balance darn, it. Darn well balanced. I yeah. liked the, the When you guys drove around, what perspective were you going from? The cockpit? I was like always cockpit. I was always in the back, driver's seat. Three quarters back. Always in the okay. driver's seat. I was usually. I think I was always quarters. one or three quarters back. I since I played all the MechWarrior games from that perspective, and I kind of viewed this as a successor to MechWarrior mm-hmm. when I played it. I did it from the first-person thing, even though the game doesn't really play much like it as far as combat. Man, I'm looking at this manual. I'm a horrible uh, video game uh, driver, so I always have to play from the third person. <laughs> this is, yeah. Uh, but, I remember bringing out the binoculars and checking out over a hill to see what's down there, like this little uh, junk heap. It was one of those uh, games that the 90s really focused on where it always felt like the levels were unique to each situation, and you could always come up with multiple solutions to it. Mm. Um Maybe. Even though yeah. in reality they really were. Even though yeah, in reality there's only there was yeah. the entrance A or entrance B. But yeah. it felt so novel. Yeah, because you're up there, you're checking out, and you're trying to decide which of the two entrances you want to go to, and then you kind of plan out your attack. Yeah, you just don't see that in games these days anymore. They're more about running in and blowing everyone away, which I'm fine with. <laughs> but I do enjoy the games. But where I'm you have not. To, well, and I like planning <laughs> out all the ways I'm going to murder well, you before I do it. So I, th- I think part of that, that w- especially with Interstate 76, with you know your ability to take out the binoculars and like scope things out and uh, and all those little touches, like getting able to sh- shoot with your pistol out the side of the window. Uh, while there's really not that many options, it gives it has all these things that give you an illusion. Yeah, like it, yeah, they, it they do a lot of a lot of hiding the the limitations of the system and the limitations of actual how much choice there is by providing these. I, I don't know, these tools that allow you to really expand your experience. Yeah, and as Andrew just pointed out, the back of the manual has an advertisement for the two Quake 1 mission packs. Armageddon and Scourge. Made by... Uh, for, forever or something like that. Yeah. I like to make it sound like there's an actual storyline or something. Yeah, what, what is the second one called? Scourge of... Um, Dissolution Scourge of, of, my un, of Eternity. Dissolution. The first one's called Scourge of Arm, Arm, Armageddon. Scourge of Armageddon. That's right. I kept calling it Armageddon. Uh, one I was I said Armageddon. <laughs> I think I dated that girl. Those were great, but that's Our a completely Ma- different, that's Ma- completely different Ma- subject. Ma- um, yeah, Interstate 76. Uh, the biggest disappointment about Interstate 76 is when Activision tried to turn it into a series and came out with Interstate 82, oh, yes. which uh, went from you went from ball-suckingly fantastic. Say, since the entire point of 76 was rule number one, kid, never get out of the car. Rule number two. Never get out of the car. And then Interstate 82 is get out of the car. car. Get out of the car. Yeah, there I were lied. there were first person sections. Interstate 82. The game crashed all the time. The graphics were actually worse. Yes, set in the 80s. Was in, and the 80s is a horrible decade that no one should ever want to return to. You know. Yeah. Uh, now, Nick, I hate to say it, but out. Grand Theft Auto Vice City proved you can go back to the 80s and make a good game if you yeah, really yeah, want Yeah, that does not actually, it's, it's not persuasive to me because I don't like Grand Theft Auto. Oh, Vice City is like the only Grand Theft Auto game, I, 3D one, I really like. So Even over 4? Uh, yeah, just because of how campy it is. Yeah. 4 plays way better than all the other yes, ones. Yes, it does, but, yeah. But 82, it's almost like it had tinkering with it over time. I know, it's crazy. Crazy. Interstate 82, it came out when everyone had a 3D accelerator. 
and yet it looked worse. And yeah. it was all by because of how they did it's the art style. They they went for the art style that didn't really go well with the other technological showcases that were coming out at the time. When did 82 come? Was it 99, 2000? 82 came out in 2000. Okay. I believe. And it was the dawn what of a new millennia. Was, they didn't is they know kept that. trying to they kept trying to focus on the edgy edgy aspects of, of uh, the 80s. So you it had a lot of people in mohawks and leather, and it didn't really focus on kind of the weird oh God. campiness of the 80s. I just want to show you the box for Interstate 82. It looks also like a the, bad TV movie. Oh, God, it Yeah, does. it does. That actually looks really bad. Uh, it looks like something David 99. Hasselhoff would be in. I, yeah, it does. It came out in 99. Oh, do you remember that movie David Hasselhoff was in with the talking car? It was like Knight Rider 2000 with oh, the Laser yeah. City LA shit? That was good. It was awesome. Did you did you see the David Hasselhoff Nick uh, Nick Fury? Nick Fury, uh, yes, yes. And Sorry, good. complete side check. Yes, but I, think- I, I was telling Peter about this like in the last year or two. He didn't believe me existed, and then I showed okay, him. Okay, you have to admit, I was right to doubt that because <laughs> nothing would be as bad as you no. Know, it's a great idea. What's that? We put David Hasselhoff and make him Nick Fury. As Nick Fury, that is the worst idea I've ever heard. Let's and do it. Let's and do this it. is this is Here's how much how much dollars. I disliked Interstate 82. Is it, Hasselhoff would have improved it. Yeah, <laughs> the game the game didn't make any sense. I mean, that's Interstate 76 is one of the few times when I see a game and it like it just needs one game. We don't need a sequel. Yeah, it's like Bioshock in the way that I don't think Bioshock needed a, a second. Oh, game. I, I think that's fine. They built out a universe. They didn't in here. I mean, this kind of did though. Mm, I, no, this was really more a personal story, a story of revenge. And I think that, and that's kind of what I mean is like because with with games like Bioshock or um, Bioshock is more of an exploration un- of unfamiliar territory. It, it was a single escape. statement to make a sequel to is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah. And on top I'm, of it, I'm it just moved saying that, decades. Oh. But I'm just saying it's one it of those decades. I'm just saying it's one of those games that it doesn't need a sequel. It stands on its own and it can, I com- it can I be completely, completely by itself. That. It's and like, that's why yeah. I, I love 76 because it's one. Of the, when, once you finish Interstate 76. You didn't feel like you needed Done. to play another game like it. You know, no, it's like you this is Interstate seventy six. If anything, they should have done like Interstate seventy seven. Yeah, or, or released uh, expansion packs. Yeah, yes. maps. It should have been a map yes. and expansion pack. It should have been DLC before it was called DLC. Yeah, back then it was just called a game update. Yeah, pretty much. Over ten <laughs> or yeah. M play. Here's a patch to Dude, fix we all got, the. Dude, you got them for free off BBSs all the time. That too. Yeah. yeah. So do we want to talk about anything else out of my pile of shame, like Klingon Honor Guard, perhaps the best, You know what, best, I think, I think Klingon Honor Guard should be saved for a special occasion when we talk about, when we do our Unreal Engine series. We and also after this, we've been drinking heavily. Well, I was going to say, we could pause this, go get beer from upstairs, come back sloshed, and then talk about our feelings on Klingon Honor Guard. You know what, since you're the one who played it, none of us have feelings. No, you do. And you are literally... <laughs> you don't have feelings I'd like because to point you're out, not human. <laughs> I'd like to point out, Andrew is literally the only person who played that game. I, I'm one of two. I know the guy that played Dorf, Michael Dorn. Wait, Worf? Worf. Michael Dorn. Dwarf? You just... Dorf? Dorf. What Dorf. kind you know, of a nerd are podcast. you? We're down with the podcast. Have, you I've got a Star Trek com- name wrong. Our nerd oh, credit wow. is shot. I started to combine his real-life name with his character name. Dorf. No, actually, after... Uh, In after, fact, you know what? I like that. I'm going with Dorf. After rewatching some Next Generation and DS9 episodes, Dorf fits. Dorf? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you know, Dorf probably bought that. In fact, I'm Michael Dorf. Dorf. Today I choose not to act. <laughs> Today is a good day to die. <laughs> Michael Dorf. I love We're you, done. Michael Dorf. Wait, are we done? We're done. I guess that's I'm done with both of you. <laughs> I'm done with all of you. Let's make out.